Parsons, you're listening to No Names All Game. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of No Names All Game. Today, as we are recording this, is Tuesday, November 9th. You are probably not listening to this until Thursday or Friday. It is the Michigan preview. Your 6-3 and three Nittany Lions are hosting the 8-1 and one Michigan Wolverines. This is a big game. This feels bigger than it normally does because of the way our season has gone. My name is Chris Hankin, joined as always by my co-host Pat Colicchio. Pat, how do you feel about this huge matchup? That's eight. I mean, I am, I am nervous about it. You know, first of all, like we have just gotten back to our winning ways, and I don't want to uh, revert this quickly. And you know, this is this is a game that makes a big difference in our season, like. Nine and three is a lot different than eight and four. Or, God forbid, seven and five. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't <laughs> say it. Oh, God. I hope we don't get there. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, Michigan is normally an opponent that I'm not overly worried about. I think we're very similar programs. You know, we've seen, you know, Harbaugh struggle in some years, and then other years they've kicked the shit out of us. Um, but I see us as kind of similar programs and like it can go either way any given time. And we should be able to hang with them slash beat them on any given week. This year, I'm a little bit nervous. They're eight and one. They've played some good football. Um, as I look through their schedule, there's not as many quality wins as I expected. Um, they have a notable win over Wisconsin is really their best win. They have a very close win over Nebraska, barely beat Nebraska. Uh, their one loss is a close loss to Michigan State, 37 Admittedly, everyone has barely beat Nebraska. True, true. But isn't Nebraska still like shit? Aren't they like three and six or two and seven? They're not good, but they lose really tight. Okay, fair enough. You know, shout out Nebraska. Good on you. Um, but here nor there, Harbaugh has his team at eight and one. Um, this game right now is basically a pick em. Opened up Penn State minus one. Some books have it as Penn State minus a half, basically just picking them to By the way, win. I'm shocked that we're a favorite in this. Um, I, yeah, I'm a little surprised. I figured we'd be, I, I figured it was going to be close either way, but I figured we'd be like plus two, plus three, plus two and a half maybe. I mean, I think the home field uh, gives you some, some advantage there. It gives you probably a point yeah. or two. Um, I figured it would be like plus two and a half on our side. Um, the over/under is set at forty-eight and a half. So, it's pretty low. This is a this is a big game. We talked in our preview earlier this week. You know, there is a potential to run the table, uh, to have Ohio State win out, and us be arguably the second best team in the Big Ten, looking at a potential Rose Bowl berth if Ohio State goes to the playoff. Um, even if even if it's not the Rose Bowl, even if they take the Big Ten West winner, like you're still looking at you know a nine and three season with wins over Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Auburn. That's a damn good resume, despite the ugly losses. It would be a whole lot better with a win over Illinois and just the fluke loss to Iowa and a close loss to Ohio State. It would be much better. But we have have that Illinois loss. We can't do anything about it. Only thing we can do now is go out and beat the crap out of the Michigan Wolverines. So let's jump into this preview. As always, we'll start with a what to watch for. What are you keeping your eye on? What are you looking for in this matchup? Penn State's defense, man, is it, you know, this is what I could describe as a tough stylistic matchup for our defense, our, in, in some respects. And I like it, you know, we play that bend, don't break defense. Man, like Michigan could make us bend. They run the ball for a lot of yards, which is what some teams have successfully done against us. 
so how much does Penn State bend? And if they do bend, can they not break? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Michigan is averaging 234 yards on the ground per game, which is number seven in the country. That's a lot. 234 yards on the ground per game. Uh, conversely, we are only giving up 137. That's a hundred yard gap. Who's going to win, right? That's kind of a good on good. We've been, we've been decent in the run game. Um, the thing that really stood out to me, they are averaging 5.3 yards per rush and they have 26 rushing touchdowns. I was thinking, they got two guys with double digit rushing touchdowns. Two guys. That's, that's that's a little scary, man. You got Hassan Haskins has 829 yards, averaging five per carry with 11 touchdowns, and Blake Corum, who has 778 yards, averaging six per carry with 10 touchdowns. Our whole team has 10 touchdowns. They have two guys who have it. Yeah, that's 10 rushing touchdowns. Yes, yeah, of course. But I mean, you know, this is a, they they can run the ball, man. And they like, can, and there's party that looks at that Illinois game and was like, man, if they can run the ball. What are these guys going to do? It's worrisome. Yeah. Yeah. Their passing offense doesn't completely scare me. Um, I I think he's nothing special. Um, I think he's good. He's pretty accurate. He's averaging like 180 yards a game. That's fine. It's not great. It's not bad. Uh, He doesn't really turn the ball over. Like he's not going to win the game for them. Um, Like if we're able to even just like contain their running game, I don't see him being able to like put the rest of the game on his shoulders and win it. And they're not, you know, they're good in the red zone, but they settle for a lot of field goals. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's the big thing. which is one thing that I think leans toward that is like, there's a lot of strength on strength in this, thing. you know, they're running game yes. against our running defense. Well, one thing that I think really favors us is that they kick a lot of field goals. And yep. we force a lot of field goals to be kicked. So that could be a big, big difference in this game that they're going to have to settle for three instead of seven quite a few times. Completely agree. You may have just given away my key to victory, but <laughs> it's a good point. Damn it. It's a good point. Um, all right. My what to watch for. Um, I'm looking for how does our O-line slash Sean Clifford fair against their pass rush um they have a pretty damn good pass rush now they're averaging 2.2 sacks per game which isn't crazy crazy it's good it's definitely good it's better than us i'm pretty sure um that you know we're averaging 1.9 so not not that far often but they have the personnel that can kind of get after you at any given moment um defensive end Aiden Hutchinson is projected as a top 10 pick in next year's NFL draft he has six sacks two passes defended a forced fumble and a fumble recovery then they have a linebacker who I'll be honest I didn't even hear of before I was putting together stats for this David Obajau he has eight sacks as a linebacker three passes defended and four forced fumbles um we've had some issues in the past with letting Cliff get hit too much. That leads to some fumbles. That leads to a big boy touchdown at Ohio State that we're not going to talk about anymore. Um, But this has to be early season Cliff. We talked about it in the last episode, how the Maryland game, you know, you saw some things where he was holding on the ball a little bit too long. He was, you know, kind of dancing around a little bit too much. He needs to be decisive, and Yursich needs to set him up to be decisive to handle this pass rush. I think our O-line has shown flashes. 
I think they've shown ability to handle it, but there have also been games where we've let Cliff hit the ground too many times. So I think I'm really, really interested to see how we handle a very good pass rush. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's going to be that's going to be a big thing here. Yeah. All right. Don't be surprised if. What should the people be uh, not surprised if it happens? Don't be surprised if Penn State really commits to the passing game here. Um, yeah, Michigan's run defense is pretty stout. Um, they're only allowing 124 yards a game and 3.7 yards a carry, which is like pretty in line with what we do every game. Uh, and I think this is, this is a game where like James Franklin coaching staff knows that they can't come out and like, you know, they, we can't come out and like feel out Michigan and have a couple three and outs because we decided we want to try and establish the run game. So don't be surprised. If this is another game where Sean Clifford's throwing 50 plus passes. Yeah, I think that's very fair. You mentioned it there. You know, they're letting up 124, 125 yards a game. We're averaging 107. We're not even getting up to their performance level. So it's like, it's going to be a challenge to run the ball, which is why I want to see a whole lot more of Kevon Lee, hopefully, and his bruiser style of getting five, six, seven yards a clip. Um, But I agree. And the only thing that scares me there is like, you can't be completely one-dimensional. So how does Yursich try to balance it, right? We've seen the short screen passes to the wide receivers. We've seen a little bit of trying to get the running backs in space. Um, will we see more of like the Wildcat in different types of looks to get the running game going? Um, I don't know how, but I agree. 50 passes isn't, isn't out of the realm of possibility. Um, all right, my don't be surprised if I don't like this one. I hope I'm wrong on this, but don't be surprised if the team with the ball last wins. I think this is going to be a back and forth game. I think it's going to be a battle the whole way. I think there's going to be lots of lead changes. It's going to be a roller coaster of emotions, possibly lots of turnovers. I just talked about how they have a good pass rush. Um, we're both positive on the turnover margin. Our defense creates a lot of turnovers. It wouldn't shock me if this is a walk-off win situation where it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. One team gets the ball with like three minutes left, drives down the field and wins the game. Um, I hope if that's the situation, it's us doing that, obviously. Um, But I hope I'm wrong. I hope we blow them out and I hope it's not that close. But don't be surprised if the team with the ball last wins the game. Yeah, I I wouldn't say I like that, but I I agree with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've we've had some weird history with Michigan. It's been like a history of, like, blowouts where we beat the crap out of them. They beat the crap the out of year. us. Last year, yeah, yeah. What was the final last year? I think we won by a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was close. But um, they almost tied it up, and Ronnie Bell dropped a pass in the end zone. Yes, yes. I, it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me now. Um, it wouldn't shock me. Don't be surprised if it's, if it's a close game and the team with the ball last wins. Um, all right. What is your key to victory? Sean Clifford, man. Uh, I think, you know, our defenses might let up a few more points than we're usually used to, but it's mostly going to do, do the job in terms of scoring. Uh, we know that we likely are not going to establish a run game in this. It is up to Sean Clifford to like be accurate 
to convert on third down to, you know, not turn the ball over. And, it, you know, and, and to mostly to find Jahan Dotson for scores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hopefully I, we're spreading it around a little bit more and, and being efficient and being meticulous yes. and being surgical, but when in doubt, find Jahan. But yeah, I mean like the success of this team is going to live and die on Sean Clifford's arm. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, we say it every week. It's not going to, the run game is not going to magically appear, especially not against a good run defense. So um, that's what I kind of talked about in, in my what's watch for of like the, you know, the pass rush and him, you know, avoiding sacks and whatnot. I mean, I, I go back to, I think it was the Auburn game. There was a pass rush coming in like an unblocked blitzer. And he just kind of like sidestepped out of the way through a beautiful pass down the right sideline. And it like, it looked like an NFL throw. It was an NFL throw. Um, we need that Sean Clifford. We need that guy who's not afraid to tuck it and run when he sees open grass, who keeps his eyes downfield, who finds the running back out of the backfield. I completely agree with everything that you just said. Um, my key to victory, you alluded to it before, but it is the red zone defense. Um, we got to hold them to field goals. They're going to have success on the ground running the ball. Like I mentioned, you mentioned, they have two guys with 10 plus touchdowns on the ground, averaging five yards a clip, averaging six yards a clip. They're averaging 230 rushing yards a game. They're going to have some success. We'll do our best to contain it. But I think the real key to victory is holding them to three every time when they're in the red zone. Uh, This season, they are 93% successful scoring in the red zone. Uh, That's 42 scores for 45 attempts, which is also crazy that they've been in the red zone 45 times. That's That's a lot. lot. That's a lot. But of that 93%, only 55% are touchdowns, right? They're, they're scoring 25 touchdowns, 17 field goals. So you mentioned that they're kicking a lot. Um, and our defense can do it, right? We are third in the nation in red zone TDs. We have given up 10 That's touchdowns, 10 touchdowns out of 34 attempts. Um, and we're stopping guys from scoring it at, at anyway, even field goals where, you know, it's, we're 64.7%. Um, 10, 10 touchdowns, 12 field goals. So I think, I think the opportunity is there. I think it's going to be frustrating. I think they're going to move the ball at times against us and, and the defense is going to wear down, but it's going to come down to, can we battle when it's crunch time? Can we hold them to three instead of seven and give our offense a chance to go get seven, put us up? 100%. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um. I didn't do any Twitter questions for this one because we're recording a little earlier in the week. Sorry, people. I'm trying to see any other stats that we need you to You want to hit us with some out. Twitter questions this week? We'll, uh, we'll just make some random videos and post them. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Um, hit us with some Twitter questions if you have it. I'll tweet that out maybe when I, when I tweet this video out I'll, uh, or this episode out. I'll probably get it out Thursday. Uh, if you have questions, hit, it, hit us to us. We'll, we'll respond online. Um, yeah, the only other thing I would say is, is, is trying to get some pass rush on our side. Um, they are only allowing 0.67 sacks per game. Um, you know, we've had times where we haven't gotten home. We haven't made the quarterback uncomfortable. So, you know, if we're able to shut down the run, if we're putting it on Cade McNamara, let's get some pressure on the guy. I feel like we've gotten better in that department, though. I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, this I, is just I think, seemingly I think a good if we come line. out of this game with two sacks, I'm pretty thrilled. Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously Michigan has, has a pretty good offensive line. If they're running for 230 yards a game and they're only, they're giving up less than one sack per game. Um, you know, we're going to need our defensive line to step up and, and be the best versions of themselves. For sure. 
All right, let's get to some predictions. Like I said, Penn State is minus one, minus a half, depending on the book you look at. It's basically a pick 'em. Uh, the over under is 48 and a half, I believe I said. Uh, yeah, 48 and a half. So, Pat, what is your final prediction? So, my, I, I had an original prediction, but I decided to change it because it ended up with a would end up being a push instead of, <laughs> instead of a pick from Penn State. I was going to say 24-23 so I could keep it on the under. However, I will go with the Hank and Hard line. Let's Penn go. State with the points, winning 27-23. Okay, we are almost identical. <laughs> we are almost identical. Michigan gets three field goals, two touchdowns. That's exactly what I have. I have Penn State 28, Michigan 23. Um, I think we score just at will, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, 28-23. I'm the same way. I was like two touchdowns, three field goals. If we hold them to three field goals instead of touchdowns, I think we win this game. I like, yeah, 100%. And, yeah. At, le- and at least gives us a shot. Yes, definitely. And like I said, they're going to they're gonna run the ball. It's going to be frustrating. There are going to be some big chunk plays that we're going to be pissed off about. If we hold them to three, if we keep them to kicking field goals, if we capitalize on the turnovers that we will create, because we will create some, um, I think we have a really good chance to win this game. I just think, I think they got some mojo this year, which is why I have it closer. I think normally, like in a, in a normal year, you know, if Michigan has another loss or two, like I'm looking at this as like 28-14, our defense is good enough. We're going to shut them down. Yeah, but they've they've proven that they can put up some points. I mean, they're averaging thirty six points a game to our twenty seven. So they're scoring. They're scoring a lot of points. Can we hold them to field goals instead of touchdowns? Can we capitalize off the turnovers? Penn State will win this game, twenty eight to twenty three or twenty seven to twenty three. One of us Love will it. be right. Um, PIR rules. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, I think that's all we got for this one. Anything else on the Michigan preview? Uh, you know, this is a noon kickoff. James Franklin has uh, stated how badly he wants fans in the stands being in this game. Let's go student section, baby. Let's get, let's get it yeah. going. Yes, if you are a student listening to this, get there early. Start drinking early. You can still drink a ton. Yeah. You start drinking earlier. Um, get wake there, up at nine. be loud. Start drinking. Be li- wake up at seven. Uh, <laughs> be loud. Be crazy. Make them call a timeout before the first play of the game. Everyone remembers that from a couple of years ago. Um, I, I think, I think we're going to pull this one out. I really do. So let's go one and zero this week. We are.